When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. pretty girl oh my god hi Taria how are you it's been too long I know but I've been keeping up with you through your posts and learning and I can say that I love the conviction and I say that because I've been thinking a lot about even like with this podcast and other stuff Sometimes we can see other sides and it's good to say that, but then there's times when it's like no bueno, whether people are going to agree with you or not. If you're going to use your voice, you're going to use your voice and not waver on certain things. So I appreciate, I appreciate that about you because oh that to me, that's important because you know, ne- I never have to wonder in certain things like, okay. Boom, boom, boom. This is how she feels. So I appreciate that. And not just with, you know what I mean? It's just because so many people nowadays are so afraid. I listen to this podcast and it gets on my nerves because she'll always say, oh, can't say that. I'll get canceled. And I'm like, you're more concerned about getting canceled than you are about taking a stand on the real issue. And how about just not, don't even talk about the real issue then if you're always going to lead off with, I don't want to be, it's like every single thing you're more worried about being canceled which hello if you're non-brown you're never going to be canceled so shut up yeah yeah so I appreciate you for taking a real stance on things oh my god well thank you and you know one thing about me is I'm not gonna shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) okay Whitney (laughs) I am so in a meta universe right now because I am annoyed at the fact that I semi kind of a little am willing to give her space (laughs) willing to hold space for her you you know I can't stand her and I'm willing to hold space (laughs) I know I know it's like crazy because it's also like I love I, I love this episode of Salt Lake City because she's like there's there's one point where she just goes, guys, we shouldn't play games. They, yes, <laughs> I literally was watching it. I watched it. I finished it right before I text you that thing yes. I saw online. Just so I could be, I was like, I'm so mad that I'm holding space for this wench dressed like a wench. <laughs> This show is so silly. Okay, okay. Hello. Okay. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> We're recording. We're not on the phone. My bad. <laughs> I have on my good friend, uh, Taria Faison. And what else is going on? Hi, Taria. Thanks for joining. I'm so excited to talk to you. I like. I was. I was going to write down like notes about things I wanted to talk about, but then I was like, I don't think I really want to even have an agenda today. Cause like, number one, we're not going to stick to it. And number two, I like it better when we just fucking chat. 
Me too. So I will say that I am, as you get older, you want to spend time with people that you like and love and that you can have real conversations because you and I have had real conversations off mic. Um, Yeah. And I'm looking forward to a time when you will come to Maryland and we have a sleepover in our pajamas all night long with food if we feel like eating, but wine if we feel like drinking, but a whole lot of Bravo and a whole lot of BS that will never, ever make it to the mic. (laughs) No, no, cannot make it to the mic. Well, I'll be honest. So sometimes when you and I are talking off mic, I'm like, I should have turned the mic off. I was going to say, but you know, same, 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 because I think, you know what it is though? I think what we say would be well-received because at the end of the day, People know our hearts. We have Mm -hmm. learned each other's hearts through conversation. And I think that people would know our hearts and feel our passion. I feel like when you can feel someone's passion is different than when someone is tweeting to either go against the grain or saying something to be the other side of the coin on purpose. And I feel Mm -hmm. like with us, we don't do that on purpose. And I feel like even if we start out really hard one way, we are able to intake information. Now, whether we change our minds or not is a different story, but we are able to Mm -hmm. receive information. So I think that people would appreciate us instead of TNA, TNN or NNT instead of MNT, something, I don't know. What are you saying, TNA? (laughs) Taria and Noor or Noor and Taria? (laughs) I was like, ass and titties, what is she talking about? And then in my mind, it made sense. I said, or NNT instead of MNT, like the financial future. (laughs) (laughs) This is already off the tracks. We have derailed, which is perfect for when we're talking about Salt Lake City. Okay. This episode of Salt Lake City, the ladies are in Bermuda. And my favorite line of this entire episode, it just cracked me up because I was like, this is this encompasses like if I wish that I could read this line to somebody and ask them what this television show is, because this was the this was the line. Okay. This is the line. One of Monica's birthday wishes was to have a dinner where everyone dressed up like pirates. <laughs> in saying, I thought you were gonna say. The second best line of the night, or actually my favorite line of the <laughs> night. Maybe we shouldn't play games anymore. <laughs> Y'all, I have to repeat it again. I don't know what kind of trickery has been put upon me. Nor knows from the depths of my toes. You couldn't say a single positive thing to me about Whitney Rose, not a one thing other than the fact that she's nice to look at. That was as far as it went for me. She could walk (laughs) off off a snowbank. I would not care. Why I'm willing to hold space for her right now, it's some trickery going on. I am willing to hold a little bit of space for her. Yeah, I think that what it is is that um, Heather's just such a bitch. Like, (laughs) can I say that I've said it since season one? Yeah, no, you have. You clo- we I will I was like halfway through season one. I think it was a reunion. Season one reunion, yes. I was like, oh no, we don't yes. like her. 
The weirdest thing about Heather this episode is Heather being like, I'm uncomfortable talking about my sex life. Oh, you weren't uncomfortable when you were like, you know, trying to suck as many black dicks as you could for the first like three seasons of the show. All she talked about was how she liked big black hawks. Like she was so fucking ridiculous. Remember when, was it uh, Coach Shaw and Jen set her up on the date? Didn't she talk about climbing history or something like that? Yes. Yes. And to me- I feel like if she decided, oh, you know what? I need to scale back. There was a way to say it without making it seem. Yeah. Was the question kind of stupid? Kind of. But could I see me and my girlfriends asking each other that after drink? Probably. Maybe not. But even even if not, if one of my girlfriends asked, I would either be like, girl, lady never tells. Or I would tell. But I wouldn't have gone. She could have very easily said, I don't know what it is. I feel real uncomfortable answering. Y'all got husbands and things. I'm going to keep my personal yeah, yeah. to my personal. Yeah. She could have shut it down so different. Yeah. She could have been cute about it, but instead yes. she was like kind of just an asshole. I mean, granted, Monica also was taking it so personally yes. because to, to jump, Monica, it is weird for you to ask yes. Heather if her daughter is sexually active. It's what – Monica could have said, hey, like – do you talk to your daughters about like saving it for marriage? Like, yes. Is that, you know, she could have said it that way, but instead she was like, is your daughter fucking? Like, <laughs> no, you can't say that. Like, she it's so rude. She could have made it a moment and turned it, honestly got information out of Heather while turning the conversation on Heather in a good way. Like, wow. Like, like just like you said, you know, do you talk to your daughter, you know, with you writing the book and you not of having that experience? Yeah, have you yeah. made it a priority or or something like that? But to say, is she having sex? Everybody was like, what? Yeah. About your child? Personally, me personally, I don't ever want to think about that ever with my kids. Not because I don't want them to do it. It's just not my business. It's not my bu- I said, I have left the door open if my children want to have that conversation but I've also let them know we don't ever have to have that conversation. Yes, exactly. So I'm open, but I'm not seeking it out. I'm not asking questions. I was thinking when I saw that I am 46. I don't care if I was 66 and my friend's daughter was 46. I don't want to know if my friend's daughter is having sex. She can have 13 children walking behind her and they all be hers. Oh, she's having sex. Okay. Like I, that was weird. I don't think my dad ever acknowledged that um, <laughs> how I got pregnant with two children. He would he would say he would say that I'm sick <laughs> when I was pregnant. He well, bimar means like sick, like okay. for real, like an ill, like an ill person, like a patient. And my dad would be like, "She's sick. She's sick. You bimare. Like, oh, she's sick. Like, please don't do that. You're sick." And I was like, "I'm pregnant." <laughs> But he could wrap his mind around it. Right. He was, it just, it's just like this thing that like you uh, – yeah, my dad would never – and my mom even is like I've never talked to my mom about any of that stuff. N- like not because of anything but just like my mom is just like no thanks. Like she's yeah. like I hope you're happy but like but that's, that's as far it. as like that's about it. That's about it. That is – I literally had told after the Barbie movie when me and Sky went on our date – I was able to maneuver the conversation and, and kind of say, in every area of your life, sex included, when you start having sex, because uh, I had wanted to talk to her and my oldest about it, just briefly out there, hey, 
always make sure that you're satisfied. It's not just yeah. about him. It's about you. And yeah. that's as far as that went. I don't yeah. expect her to run back and tell me that she was. If she, yeah, like, exactly. whatever she, mm-mm. no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so big Monica episode. Um, how do you feel about Monica? We have not talked about Monica. No. How I'm, do you feel about her? I screenshot you something did- so I can read it to you. Yes, Okay. I just thought this tweet was funny, and I think you think it was funny, too. I'm sorry. I hope I pronounced the names right. It's a picture of Whitney Rose, and the person said, Monica Sticky Darnell Delgado Fowler Garcia is a real piece of work. She lies, she cheats, she steals. <laughs> look, look. So I did some digging. Yes. I don't know where the sticky came from because the person said Monica sticky, which they were the way this person was tweeting was as if they knew of her. But Mm -hmm. we know the Delgada was her mom's, the name that Mm -hmm. her mom gave her. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Wrong. Her dad. Darnell was the name Uh that her mom gave her. I don't know about Delgada. They're saying Fowler is her married name and Garcia was her dad's name. So I don't know where sticky and Delgada came from. Because she's not, somebody said in her divorce settlement, she wasn't allowed to use Fowler, but she didn't want to go back to Darnell from her mom. So she went to Garcia, her dad. Interesting. I wonder if Delgado is her uh, first daughter's baby daddy. Oh, that's right. She was married before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would make sense because it says Monica Sticky. Then Darnell, then Delgada, then Fowler, then Garcia. Yeah. I'll say, I feel like Monica is herself while playing a part. I feel like she came in with an idea of how she was going to um, upset the apple cart with these ladies. She always makes references like, these ladies don't eat, and these yeah. ladies are this, and I'm so different. I'm yeah. so relatable. I'm so different than these ladies. And I I don't mind her. I think she has points sometimes. There was a point where I thought that they also kind of gaslit her when they were churning butter and kind of oh my God, messing yeah. with her a bit. But I feel like she's coming in with an in- with an agenda and she's not she's not all the way authentic either and i'm sorry i do get joanne the scammer vibes a little bit oh through and through one thing about one thing about salt lake city is that they are all scammers you know what you're right let's go let's go down the list them and their poser children yeah With your children, stupid children who pose with their stu- – what did she say? Your poser children. Poser family, stupid poser. I hate her. <laughs> okay, real quick on Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow, you know the thing that I feel like nobody has pointed out is that she obviously has that low voice where she like talks like – But 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 it changes. It changes. Her voice changes. When, was that what you were going to say? I'm sorry to cut you. Yes, that gonna- but the funniest thing about her is that if, if you ever heard her laugh – she always she literally giggles like a little baby girl. She always goes, <laughs> she was like, Hee-hee. and she only pulls that out in front of like John Barlow. Like, and yes. I'm like, is that your real voice? And 
when you go back and watch the scene of her going off with Meredith, like, stop it. It wasn't this low voice. It was a different octave. Yeah. And I was like, maybe she's not acting in this scene. Like, maybe she really is annoyed or frustrated or irritated about this whole thing because I felt like that was real. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But let's talk about their scams. Whitney Rose, obviously, (sighs) MLM princess. Okay. Pyramid squeeze, top of the pyramid squeeze scheme, her and Justin. Okay. <laughs> then we have um, Meredith Marks recently, that little like jewelry party she had. Mm-hmm. I talked to Tom about this, Tom Hamlet, and we're like, she has a bunch of jewelry that like all yes. it is is M. <laughs> so have only seen, people with, yeah. Have you seen that Marshall's commercial where they're talk going, woo And they're like, I've seen it a million times on YouTube and it's like about how Marshall's is like stepping its game up. And I, they have this ring that's a circle M and I'm like, is that from the Meredith Marks collection? (laughs) Yeah. Like Meredith Marks, she was like, oh, my son had a uh, sweatpants suit with Brooks Marks on it and called himself a fashion designer. Like, I just like, we know Whitney's made uh, comments about how Meredith doesn't have a home there. She's always changing her home because she's always living in a rental because they don't actually live in Salt Lake City. Right. So, like, there's all kinds of stuff with, like, Seth Marks, come on, scammer through and through. You could just tell. Someone just looked up his link and it was like, look, I just seen it last week. They were like, look, his job title changed again. <laughs> there you go, right? Yeah. And then Angie, listen. Now, that lady, that intergalactic space star. (laughs) (laughs) Our space princess. Yes. Oh, my intergalactic space star. That is Angie. The way I have turned on her so good in a good way. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? I feel like she settled into being herself. Like, I just love the, that Monica, they have the scene of Monica telling telling Lisa Barlow that Meredith told her that Angie is part of the Greek mafia, intercut with poor Angie trying to get on an inflatable. <laughs> it's like, Angie, Greek mafia question mark? In a Greek, didn't, didn't her bathing suit have the Greek flag or something like that yes, on? Yes. Like, this is amazing work. This is amazing editing. I just, she was dressed up like a busted Carmela Soprano in like yeah. one of her confessional looks. She she looked so crazy. But I will say, Angie had said a couple of episodes ago that she yelled at Meredith. It was even calling her, either calling her out or putting a hit out on her family. And I'm like, well, Angie, you're what? not helping. I was going to say, <laughs> you are playing into. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like that she said that she was going to wet her whistle before she got into it. <laughs> because it's going to, it's a lot of information coming. I was like, what are you, 82? Who says that? And kind of AARP shit is that? Yeah. That I have ever allowed to take a drink before going into a fight. This was back in the day, people. It was when Evelyn Lazada was going oh. at it. With, I think it was, was it Tamika? And she was like, every time I see you, it's going to be two to the mother effing dome. <laughs> Slurp, gets up and throws a wine bottle. That is the only person I allow to sip 
before they fight. Back in the day, oh my y'all. God. Back, back in the day, yeah. But I'm going to wet my whistle. <laughs> I need to wet my whistle. Like, it was just such an old lady thing to <laughs> say. Sig- is that me. signal for something? <laughs> yeah, is that signal for something? And it, wet my whistle. Wet your whistle sounds like a blowjob to me. Does it not? Yes, it does. Yes, <laughs> it Okay, let's take a detour to Potomac. Yeah. What did you think about this come talk? My esophagus doesn't allow it. <laughs> I'm allergic to it when past a certain point in my mouth. I was down for four days and couldn't even swallow my own saliva. You think I'm going to swallow that thickness? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> what are you, Sutton? Yes. <laughs> That's who I'm quoting you. I did, so I'm driving in my car, minding my own business in thoughts of Potomac and Beverly Hills invade my brain. So I did a reel and I, and I said, Robin, why don't you swallow me? And then I have Sutton's voice saying, sometimes I can't even eat. <laughs> I have been in bed for days. Not able to swallow my own saliva. <laughs> and here's Robin being like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Karen saying, as she read the headlines, <laughs> she doesn't know what she's talking I was like, <laughs> yes. But Robin oh, saying that I don't believe her. But maybe she yeah. is. But I kind of, I go, I have two minds because I'm firmly, staunchly, nobody's going to convince me that Robin would rather have people think that she's a fool for Juan, then give up this paycheck. I do believe her and Juan are in an arrangement and not in an arrangement where we can be married and you do whatever they want. I don't even believe they're married. I believe, I mean, because why did we see the marriage license? How did that get leaked? We already know that Robin gives stuff to um, accounts online. Um, Yeah. So, and for anybody that says, well, how do you know? Because I had a, someone on the podcast who is friendly with Robin. And when all that stuff had came out with Giorgio says she gave him the information, not Giorgio, but she gave um, a friend the information. So we know that she does that. So the marriage application gets out, but not the marriage. So I say that to say, you know, Robin's talked about how they had money trouble. They were out. What they didn't have water in their home at one point. We saw Ashley coming at Robin in the beginning seasons because, and there's an article about it. Juan was playing ball overseas. His The love of his life, that's what he called her in the article, was over there with him. When he couldn't play over there anymore, she said, come back, stay with us and get yourself together. And they weren't together. I felt like Bravo thought, wow, that is something that we have not seen. Mm-hmm. But Bravo wants to see progression. So eventually, Andy kept asking her. What's going on? What's going on? So now they're back together. Now they're married. I think that Robin was able to financially recover mm-hmm. from the money that was stolen from them. And she would rather have people think she looks like a fool than to say, y'all, this is all an arrangement. Because it's an arrangement for the show, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think. It, and if it's not an arrangement for the show. Okay, best case scenario, it's an arrangement for the show. But worst case scenario is that Robin is a deeply insecure. Oh, yes. yes, that's and, the other. Because it could be I, that. I I mentioned this on the podcast and I say it with like a lot of like tender love and care when I use this word. But like 
I think that there is an abusive adjacent yes. situation happening here, right? Like, I don't think that it's emotional. I don't think that it's physical. I hope it's not physical. But like – um because you don't know what happens behind closed doors. I'm not making any allegations against Juan Dixon. It does not seem like that is the case. Yes. But there's also like an emotional component here. The way that Robin is breaking down in the back of that car and how upset she gets, she takes out all of her frustration on Candace and Wendy and Karen and the women who ask her about what's going on with her and Juan yes. rather than actually taking her frustration out on the person that is causing her harm, right? Like yep. that's why – that first episode, I mean, even though it was totally like, I don't think it was totally rehearsed, but it was definitely more huh. staged and protected, that conversation yeah. with Giselle and Robin. But I think even in that situation, Giselle is trying to be like, Robin, you you cannot convince people that you are not mad at this man. Like, you cannot convince right. people. And, and then she's like, what do you want me to do? Like, yell at him? And it's like, yeah, because that's what anybody with a brain would do. But I think ultimately, Robin is like, Karen says Robin loves this man. She, she does. Yes. I, and she loves this man more than she loves herself because if she loved herself, she would not be with Juan Dixon. Yeah. I, I I agree how you said the best case scenario is an arrangement for the show. But even in that, there would e even if that was the case, like you said, we don't know. It really could be. But yeah. if you still would have to love somebody to to go through with that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't see Robin as the money hungry type. She's not. She was with no. him before when he didn't, when he, you know, so. And I also feel like there is a component of guilt. And I don't know if he reminds her or makes her feel like, by the way, I didn't want to invest. You did. You mm -hmm. lost the money. And I feel like she feels like she owes him for that, you know, yeah. for doing that. So. Yeah, it's and I think that there's a lot of negative press on Juan. Yes, more so there would it, that that would have been able to slip under the radar if she wasn't on the television show. And I and I think that's what Candace was trying to say to her, like you don't, you know, I don't. It's not smart to talk about these things because you yeah. are bringing more attention to it. You know, just yeah. if if, if th there's positives in that. There's also negatives that come along with that. So I just, yeah, she frustrates me though, because she is such a hypocrite. Like for instance, you know, she made the, uh, the clip that's going around of her, I believe she was in a confessional and she was saying they need to talk about their real lives, what's going on in real life, but she doesn't want to. Then she says, with her and Juan and this girl, it didn't happen on camera in the beginning. Remember, why should she talk yeah. about it? Candace's yeah. live yeah. didn't happen on camera either, but you went and got a speaker, plopped it down, and then didn't do your due diligence because Candace actually talked very positive about you. So you tried yeah. to make it seem as... So it's like she's so hypocritical when it comes to this. And that's why I couldn't even really feel for her. Well, the, also the whole thing about Karen sitting with somebody in Vegas in yes. a Washington sports team jersey. I'm like, yes. okay, what about that? You dug that up. And said somebody – like you, they talk about rumors. You said someone sent that to you. Yeah. And, so and, if somebody had, and if somebody had sent that to Giselle as well, 
then Giselle should have brought it up on camera. And you made sure that Giselle didn't bring it up on camera. So and then and, to, and to say, well, we squashed it. Okay. But actually you didn't. You wouldn't even show Karen the picture of the person. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's it's like I didn't even feel I feel for her as a woman who loves a man who obviously treats her like shit. Yeah, yeah. And is not in love with her. I also think back though to the way she told this story about her and Juan, like her parents took Juan in and yes. basically raised him. That is not true. Like oh. Juan went to high school with one of my best friends. She lived on the same street as him. Juan's <sighs> uncle and aunt raised him. He met Robin when they were 17. Mm. So he may have moved in around that yeah. time. But my girlfriend literally went to high school with him. And oh my God. there's even articles written. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, do she, does she forget what she said? She told the story of how they met. Each, they were both 17. So your parents didn't raise him. Now, when okay. they, you know. I have a question. Do you think that Robin has slept with anybody besides Juan Dixon? Well, unless she's lying. When I used to listen to her podcast, when it first came out, she said that she got caught. She used to be the bad kid. Her brother was like the good one. She was the bad one. Mm -hmm. And she was 14, I think, either 14 or 15. And she said they were in her, in the driveway and she was having sex with someone. All right. So okay. because she didn't want to say at first how young she was when she first. So yeah. unless she was lying about that on the podcast, she said that. But even then, I'm like, if you've been with the same man since you were 17 years old and, and had kids and got married and, kids, and, and now married and divorced and then allegedly married again, I mean, it's a lot. And she's okay. in love we, with this man. She is. She is. Okay, let's talk. Go back to Salt Lake City. Okay. Monica. Monica, this episode, it's her birthday. They have her birthday. She has a panic attack. There's a whole thing with her family <sighs> not wanting to see her. And now it has since made its way onto social media. Some people are saying that there was never a family that they were going to meet. There's no family. And Monica just made that up. But Monica actually released something, I think, saying that no production went. They met with them. They signed waivers. They did all the things. Production was in their house. They met with this family that they were going to tape with. But then they ended up backing out last minute. And the only thing she can assume is that her mom made that happen because I think her mom wanted to come on this reality TV show trip. Yes. And she since released the messages I saw right before we started recording Ooh. between her and production. Ooh. Um, and they even have the cousin's name that yeah. she was – that um, his name is Nelson, I think, that they were supposed to meet with. So then production is like, basically, where where are they? And she's like, I don't know. I'm waiting for them to call me back. I think I have them up here. I meant – oh, here they are. Okay. So this is – okay. So Monica released – hey, so it's this is to pro uh, production. Hey. I just got off the phone with my cousin in Bermuda, Nelson D'Souza. He was making, he was asking me what this is all about. I told him it's fun. He is not comfortable shooting at their house, but he's going to call one of our other cousins, Johnny Lima, who has a gorgeous house with a pool. He's going to see if Johnny would mind you guys shooting Monica's scenes at Johnny's house. 
Okay. Nelson will Nelson will call the crew number he was given after he has a house in place. The wheels are turn to, are turning. And then Johnny Lima would be delighted to host Monica's scene. And then I'm like, is she talking in the third person? Then oh, so this is okay. I think that was from producer to producer. Okay. So then they sent it to Monica. So then Monica oh. replies, thank you. Oh, no. Then the producer says, thank you. I called Nelson back. My new bestie, JK. And then Monica says, ha, ha, ha. What did he say? Then I guess oh, they send a picture. There's a little picture. Have you spoken to your family here? We are headed there later today to find them. She says, my mom spoke with them about me coming out and seeing them. Then production sends a picture of a blue house that says, does this look familiar? She said, no, but I mean, they could have changed it or painted it. Then production says, wrong house. We found the right one and met your fam. Okay. So then they're not getting back to, uh, they're wanting to know what's going on. And Monica says, this is a text term. He hasn't called me back yet. They were fine yesterday when I called Nelson, spoke to Deb and Uncle Manny in person. I'm not sure what happened. It's so sad. It is. And then did you see that she said that she wanted to clear something up? She found out that her mom was not involved with stopping it. So she wanted to get okay. that out there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, still, I, think- I would have I would have thought that though if I was her too, because why all of a sudden are they not filming? Why all of a sudden? Yeah. And I think that I think that Monica thought that putting camera crews on things would make her life better. Like I'm wondering mm. if like it, here's the thing. If I had because she says that she hadn't been there in like 20 years, right? And this woman is 39. So she last time she went, she was a teenager. If she hasn't really been in touch with this family right. and the next time she comes and sees them is, you know, with a camera crew, I don't think that they're going to want to film with her because they're going to feel kind of used for like a storyline. Yes. And so I can see that. But then again, there are also colonizers in Bermuda, so I don't really feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because one of the cousins has a beautiful house with a pool. <laughs> The Portuguese came and set up the island of Bermuda Bay. Set up. Whoa. The way there's a big Portuguese community here. Yeah. You think? I just, I like love the way she's, they like help set up the island of Bermuda. Okay. Yeah. For themselves, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> they Christopher Columbus. Okay. Let's not. <laughs> And then you sent me a screenshot of Linda responding to somebody saying, what did her family do? Because yeah. <laughs> she didn't know what colonizers she were. She did not know what co- That was so – when I had to send that to you, I was like, she is all in this person. She follows the hashtag too. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of following the hashtag, I should yeah. have screenshot and sent this to you. Um, yeah. I just want to say this real quick. I just want to jump back to Potomac for, Potomac for one second yeah. because since I said I would hold space for Whitney, a tiny, teeny, tiny part of me also will now hold space for Mia. Well, I, I have I gave her a tiny, <laughs> tiny, teeny bit of respect <laughs> because I'll tell you what why. What this dumbass do? Because remember when, okay, she brought her mom on. 
Yes. To me, basically exploiting her mom about her being a crack head. I'm saying yes. it like that on purpose. A crack head. So then Candace says, your mama. And it's like, oh my God, you may send her into a spiral fat, flat, fast forward. They're talking about Wendy's mom, pretty much calling her everything but a witch. Now, although this comment was funny, because it was funny, <laughs> when that crow, was that a black crow? Yeah. Came next to them. And Mia says, is that your mom? Is that your mom? <laughs> so I tweeted and then I posted it on Instagram. I do not tag these people. I yeah. simply said, now Mia, girl, when y'all was walking on the pavement back to the hotel, if Wendy had a look down, stepped over a crack and asked you if your mother was okay. Would <laughs> <laughs> you have had the same joke energy about mothers? Girl, she got underneath my post and said, yup. I said, <laughs> good to know. Well, you know what? I said, good to know with a heart. Respect. Okay. Mia is a deeply unserious person, yes. and I think that I find that hilarious now. And, that's, and the fact that she didn't get mad because I'm like, girl, if that is her mom, I would have been doing hopscotch, step on a crack, up, oh, Mia, we don't want to break your mama back. See, that's how I would have handled it. So the fact that she responded, yup, I said, respect. Yeah. So Good I, for I, you. Speaking, speaking of people and Linda being under post, but yeah, so back to Salt Lake City. Linda was all under the post. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, just look it up. <laughs> look it up, Linda. LD Millionaire. Yes. What a corny name. Linda. Where is it? Like, she's a millionaire? Is is she? No. No, I don't. I don't believe she is. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, was, I don't I'm, believe she is. Mm-mm. No. I was upset that Monica is so pretty and chose to draw a beard with it. I was like, I liked it. You liked it? I okay. actually liked it. I did. Okay. I was like, you know what, Monica? Go. Cause she committed. Mon- she did. She committed to the bit. Okay. And yeah. we know that Monica can grow her own facial hair because we already saw her last week putting bleach on her That's mustache. True. You know what? So I, I shout out to you for being you know like, <laughs> you, okay. A respect for that. I was okay. going to say respect. Yeah. What do you think about Monica having this panic attack because of the whole family situation and how Lisa is her surprising ally in this situation? What do you make of this? I was shocked. And I honestly, things move me, like weird things move me. Like serious stuff like that doesn't always move me on TV. But that honestly really did. Like I felt myself in that moment, I felt like it was serious. Like, and I felt like it wasn't just about her family. It was about feeling embarrassed also in yeah. front of them. Yeah. And Lisa, you could tell like when Lisa went in the bathroom, it was like when she saw Monica crying, you know how like if you were to start crying, I'd be like, what's wrong? And if you were to start yeah. crying harder, I would start getting worried. Like, is it her husband? Is it her child? Is it yeah, her mom? Yeah. Is it her dad? Yeah. And I felt like you could hear all of that. And Lisa, when she's like, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? And then when she started crying too, I was like, wow, it, it kind of, it made me look at Lisa a little differently also. Yeah, because I think Lisa probably saw these like multiple breakdowns and she realized that like Monica is a deeply broken person. It's not yes. like a Jen Shaw situation where this person is bratty and and look, Monica definitely has Jen Shaw adjacent tendencies, Oof. but there's a difference between Monica and Jen Shaw. There's many differences, but like the way that they behave is a little different because Monica does have a deeply broken past and she doesn't try to like win you over by being like, I'm more powerful than you or I have more money than you. And she doesn't do that. Right. Monica is like, 
I'm just here for a good time and I appreciate you guys welcoming me in. And also I'm a deeply broken person and I'm going to yell at you about dumb stuff sometimes. Right? Like yes. I'm going to scrap and I'm going to fight you, but it's because I have a really hard background. Jen Shaw's difference was that she tried to control people with money and then also tried to do the, I'm broken because my dad died and my husband didn't come to the funeral thing, you yes. know, like. And because I'm brown. And, oh, and so God, she took serious issues, but would only use them when it was advantageous to her. And you know, that's one thing I appreciate about Monica is that she's talked about like the fact that she's part Colombian. She's talked, talked about the fact that she's Portuguese. Um, you know, she is, a, I think in certain situations, she's white passing, but you could tell that she is yes. a woman of color of some mm -hmm. sort, but she doesn't talk about that. Like she doesn't talk about herself as a woman of color in Salt Lake City or yeah. a woman of color in, in Mormonism because she's raised by a Portuguese mom. Like Portuguese people are European. They're white. Like, you know yep. what I mean? So I feel like I feel like there's like a different um, thing about Monica and I like it. But I had this theory. OK. Do you think that they're all being nice to Monica because they've been historically terrible to every person of color that's been on this franchise? It just like popped into my mind. That is a good question because they're going out of their way to be nice to Mary when Mary definitely is go not going out of her way to be a certain way to that, which I understand why, right? We, we, yes, we, yeah, we know why, sure. but um, yeah, that is a good question because there is certain situations when Monica is white passing, but then when she's with the group, it's very clear. Yes. That she does not look like them. That is, a, that is, and what we talked about earlier, people are more afraid of looking a certain way than actually not being that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like trying to think because the turn that they had at the butter churning event, mm. the but butter and bonnets event, where Lisa went from yelling at her to suddenly being like, Monica, it's fine. It's fine, yes. Monica. We're going to be fine. Yes. And like now in this trip, Monica is like being comforted by Lisa and like suddenly Monica and, – and she's literally yelling at Meredith about Lisa, about like sending right. – um, Monica messages. I'm wondering if it's some of it is that part That's a of really it good where point. the ladies are like, we don't want another person of color to join the show and us like yell at them and fight with them because it's going to look bad for us. Right. Because even though Jen was her own piece of nasty work, it would still be lumped in with Jen, yeah. Mary, like all of that. So yeah, I, yeah. I can Speaking of Lisa, when she was yelling at Meredith and mm -hmm. she was like, you did it to Mary. Yeah. You did, do you think it was, because I was wondering about this too. And I was on Twitter. I remember when she said it, I had a thought and I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Then I went on Twitter and somebody else had the same thought. I was wondering if it had something to do with the gentleman that passed away. Yes. Yes. Hmm. And... <clears throat> Because remember, obviously, Lisa and Whitney met with this guy. Yes. Who passed away. But remember after, I don't know which event it was, but Whitney goes to Meredith and she yes. tells Meredith what happened. And Meredith like is like, do you think that Mary is a predator? Yes. Like she, yes. 
the way that Meredith says it tells me that these women have had conversations with Meredith off camera yep. that they are then having when they have on camera together, Meredith plays it differently than she did when they were talking off camera. Totally. Instead of that, like they make a plan to bring it up on camera, but once the one person brings it up or she brings it up in a different way, it's, it gets the heat off of her. Yes, exactly. So I think that that's happening here because Monica bringing that whole thing up last episode, first of all, I think Monica is really smart and she took an opportunity because she was like, oh, Meredith yeah. has been sick all day and she's drunk. Yes. So let me like say it and see what happens. And so as soon as she noticed that Meredith is like not signing on and now Monica looks like an asshole, she was like, oh, no, 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 we're not doing this again. Yes. And that's when she started telling everybody what Meredith did. I will say this. Okay. <laughs> Nobody has put a gun to anybody's head to no. push it up on camera. And Thank we, we got to own that part of it, guys. Yes. Like this you didn't ridiculous. have to – and you're not a newbie that's stupid. We are too far in the reality TV game. Even yes. if you've never watched an episode of Housewives. Which nobody who ever signs up for Housewives is – who's anyone who says that when they're signing up for Housewives is a liar. And if you're not a liar, then you're stupid. Because why would you not research your job? Exactly. Exactly. So the fact, like, I, so yeah, like you said, they, you need to own that part of it. You are bringing it up on camera. Yeah. Yeah. She did it twice. It very reminiscent of Whitney doing it, but acting like they do this to me all the time. Yeah. They give me this <laughs> information. This for jazz. <laughs> we'll never forget. When Lisa said, I do this for my jazz tickets. I was like, <laughs> my dollar taking it too far. Somebody yeah. quoted her on Twitter and was like, instant icon. Y'all are taking Calm down it too everyone. far. Yes. Thank like everybody relaxed. Iconic. Kenya Moore, iconic. Lisa has not caught me. When Lisa last week said, I'm a bulldog. I could take everyone out here. Girl. I love her delusion, though, I have to say. She's so serious about it. I know. Yeah, but so I'm funny. holding – I cannot believe I'm even saying, between her and Whitney, saying out of my mouth <laughs> that I'm holding a little bit of space for both of them. Not for their oh. feelings, just for them on the show, enjoying them. That's and not fast-forwarding their scenes. I used to fast-forward their scenes. That is growth. That is growth. That's beautiful. And yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying the inner – like. I was like, you will not, you will not let it do a Potomac on you. You will just watch what you were given. You will not want to throw your TV when Whitney comes on the screen. Cause that's normally how I am. Like, even up until mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. Yeah. Can, let me, can I ask you this? What did you, yeah. I got how Whitney was feeling when her friend passed away. I also feel there is a part of me that feels like you came to Meredith's event told Meredith that way and kind of made it about you at the event. How do you, because yes. I could see both sides. Okay. I think that, I think that Whitney was definitely grieving. Yeah. I think, but also Whitney wants pats on her back for being a person who's grieving, who's showing up to an event. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
And I think that something about that feels icky. However, I always preface it with, I don't know how people grieve. And maybe yes. that is her way of being like, I need lots of hugs. And at least if I go, if I leave my house, I'm going to get those hugs that I I need right now because being home is not going to make me feel better. You know That's, what I mean? You know what? And in her mind, that that because she can't really verbalize, I need yeah. hugs. I need this, not even like attention, but I need this from you. But yeah, people, everyone knows I lost someone. So if I show up, everyone is going to be there. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's going to sympathize with me, you know? Because I kind of felt for Lisa in a little bit the way, because I felt like when she was like, I did, I text you back, I flowers. But I got what Lisa was saying, like, I'm kind of being tiptoe-ish because what if she doesn't want, like, if I mention it, she might cry and she might not want that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I also think Lisa then... I think on Housewives in general, um, people get so – and reality TV in general, people get so worked up over how they will be received by the yeah. audience, how mm. they respond to a crisis or trauma That's that true. they get mad that that person has trauma to begin with. Like she was mad that that Whitney was sad. Yes. Like, why are okay. you sad? This is putting me in an awkward position. Yes. And it's like, okay. You know That's, what I mean? I didn't think about that. That's good because now they're thinking they're thinking too much about the audience. Yeah. Well, that's like Larsa, right? Like Larsa's an asshole. Larsa's an asshole. I'm but not when any space Gert for her. No, no, there's no space for Larsa. Larsa, when Gertie tells Larsa that she has cancer, that Larsa is so pissed that Gertie <laughs> put her in a position where she has to now show sympathy to somebody and she's going to be judged for how she – like what kind of a friend she is when somebody right. has cancer. And that is like too much for Larsa because Larsa is incapable of any depth, you know? Right. And those, what gets me about her, I can't stand when somebody has a stupid look. And then on top of that, those look, those lips. So she's oh, just no. like sitting there with this stupid look on her face. Like when you tell your child to do something that you know they understand, but they look at you like, huh? And oh then God. she got the lips on top of that. I just, and you know, I'm very disappointed. I will say this. You know that I'm a Crystal fan. I know we're in Beverly Hills real quick. Love Crystal, but I'm very disappointed with her disinviting Gertie. Yes. Because Larsa was going to be at her home. Okay, let's touch on this. So yes, yes. there was a story. Uh, Gertie said it on a podcast that she was supposed Tupac, to go yep. to. Yeah. Oh, she said on two podcasts. She yep, was supposed um, to, to Yeah, she was supposed to go to, to everybody was invited to Kathy Hilton's Christmas party. By the way, this lady has had how many it's like she's having a Christmas party every night. I feel like every other day they're like so and so at Kathy Hilton's other Christmas party. <laughs> how many parties are there? <laughs> yeah. Like Aaron's vow renewal. So like <laughs> Kathy Hilton has this party, and then there is an after party at Crystal's house uh, afterwards, and there was a huge picture. It would look like Where's Waldo of Bravo and, like, reality TV of all these people at the bar, and Larsa and, of course, Marcus is are there. And Gertie said that she was supposed to come to that, but she was uninvited. Got a phone Crystal. call. <gasps> a phone call. She called her. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Crystal's was before. It was oh. a pregame because she said she got a phone call earlier that day and she was like, okay, I guess I'll just see you at Kathy's. <gasps> oh my How God. How horrible. 
it's not great for Crystal because she also posted a picture of herself with like have hanging out with Kelly fucking what's her buns from OC. Are you serious? <laughs> what's her Kelly Dodd? Like Crystal, talk what about, are we doing here? That, that's, babe? A, that's a, like what are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing? You know what type of person this is. Yeah. Like what's going on? It would be so hard for me to have, like, there's people we know in our podcasting space that hold certain views, and it would be hard for me to, like, if they were like, oh, you want to do such and such together, I'm going to have to ask you about some things first. Yeah, we need to clear some things up before we talk. And I get it's, you know, like um, with Whitney, when she was like, I take a picture to me, like when she took that picture with Jenny, to me, some things are just a hard stop. Nah, yeah. not going to do that. No. no. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. like, Crystal, what are we doing here? The uninviting thing was so like, even as an adult, we can say, oh, we don't care. Like that make would make me feel a certain way. Like yeah. there's nothing that yeah. you could say to me after ever. I would just be, I would be good on you. Like, oh, hey, how you doing? I could be, but there's nothing that you could say. Yeah. And how close are you with Lar- like, Larsa? Like, what does anybody talk to Larsa about? I was going to say, it ma- then it makes me start wondering, what is your depth? Because Larsa. <laughs> Larsa? And every time I hear her say Marcus, I just think of the movie Boomerang with Eddie Murphy. Marcus. <laughs> hey, Marcus. Like, oh. God. Um, speaking of Beverly Hills, what do you think about Anna Marie Wiley? <laughs> I feel like she's giving off. Okay. She's like, I know pick you, me. That's what I was just getting ready to say. And she yeah. made, she's watching us housewives to know at that dinner party to get up in there and yeah. say something. Like, I'm confused. What are we confused about? Oh my gosh. I'm confused. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, oh, Shut I agree. Kyle. Like, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. And I had to make sure that I wasn't letting the different opinions that she may have and what's currently going on with her husband influence how I felt. I just, she she would be so irksome to me. It would be like, I want to be on the popular kids team. And for well, some reason, Kyle jogging over there irked me. Just seeing it on camera just irked <laughs> me because I felt like it wasn't real. I was like, this, this is not, maybe because I don't look like that when I jog, whatever, but it just didn't feel real. It was like the new version of like Kelly Ben Simone jogging through New York City. Yes. You know what I mean? Like It was just yes. like stupid. It was like, Kyle, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> pickleball has invaded. I'm, I'm so sick of pickleball. It it went I'm from so sick of it. all white spaces. It's the now gotten Potomac. I thought I could avoid it. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, but the good thing about pickleball in Potomac is that it was very funny. Yes. And it yes, was so. nobody knew what they were doing. Doing, yes. But I mean, Karen thought pickleball had to do with pickles, which is why she dressed like a pickle and she served pickles. Served pickles. It's like Karen. (laughs) Grandam. The centerpiece of all the tables was jars of pickles. (laughs) Oh, and then people just dipping their hands in. No. No. Nasty. (laughs) But Anne-Marie, I I just feel like I'm not going to. I feel like. My first impression is, was pick me. Like, oh, and even though I know they're supposed to get in there and do the things, I just feel like my first 
I, I, I don't think I'm going to care for her too much. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like something about her just. Well, put her husband's stuff aside. She also is a vocal transphobe. So. Yeah. Her and Martina Manavratilova. I'm like, why? <laughs> we are not brown people. Black people are not monoliths. I know this. No, no, I know. But why? <laughs> when you bring one on. You know, like your family will be like, don't you get out here and embarrass me in front of these white folks. Yes. Okay. By the way, I think that's what's happening with Wendy. <laughs> I think. Girl, I think... she needs to have a kitchen table talk immediately <laughs> with her mother. I think here's what's happening. I think Wendy's mom, when Wendy decided to go on Real Houses of Potomac, her mother said, this is not what we do. You are yes. a doctor. You are not going to go on a television show. And Wendy's like, no, it's going to give me a great opportunity. I'm a commentator. It's blah, 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 all this stuff. And as the years have gone by, Wendy hasn't really gotten great feedback from no. and put in great positions because of the television show, right? So I think that, and on top of that, Wendy's mother is certifiable. She's a terrifying lady, okay? Now, I'm not calling her a witch. But I am calling her a bitch because she's not nice. Yeah, some all. stuff she said with me, I get protecting your child, like how Miss Tina did for Beyonce just now when the people were saying Beyonce bleached her skin and Miss uh Miss Tina went on there calling people's um haters and duh and idiot. You know, I so I get that. Yeah. But she said, like, to go in on her looks, I was thinking about that today. Is isn't it funny how you'll look at a person and say, Oh my god, you're so gorgeous. But the minute you like get into an argument, it's like people tend to pick out your flaws. And it's yeah. like, what does that have to do? Like, you know, yeah. with your bald head itself. What does me not having hair have to do with our argument yeah. or, or me having a snaggle tooth? But Wendy's mom wasn't very nice on that. Wanting to defend your daughter is one thing, but I think <sighs> that would, yeah. I think that that's what's happening is that Wendy is put in a position now where her mom is acting crazy and her mom is being like, and by the way, I just have to say this. I've said this every single week. Wendy, nobody called NECA. No one has called NECA. NECA says that her Thank husband's you. cousin got a phone call from Wendy's sister and mother. Thank what the you. fuck does that have to do with the show? And in that conversation, they mentioned that NECA was using Wendy's name to try to get on a television show. They mentioned it. But we don't know. Like, NECA, the way the conviction with which she is talking about Wendy and her mom and all this stuff is really too much considering she wasn't even on that phone call. That being said. Hearsay. Yes. That being said, Wendy is also behaving in a way that doesn't really help her. In this situation, the last episode, I didn't mention this, but in the end, when they're talking about titles and Wendy's like, and Nick is like, oh, yeah, you know, we have titles, but some people buy them and they cut to Wendy's face yes. looking like she, her face is going to explode. Wendy's mentioned before that her mom is a chief. It is a chief. And Eddie's mom was too. They used to be best friends. Yes. So for that, so something, yes, they used to be best friends. I will say that. I feel like sometimes Wendy struggles between the presentation of Wendy and who yeah. she really is. Because when she yeah. cussed Giselle out and was like, F these mother effing cameras, like, like you talking about my husband, 
I believe that's a real part of Wendy, but that's yeah. not the part that we're supposed to see. And yeah. think about how Wendy, like the way Wendy went at Giselle was the same way almost Wendy's mama went after Mia, Mia. online. Yeah. I feel like I wish Wendy would have said, first of all, like you said, with NECA, it's hearsay. The fact that you were saying, Wendy's family is saying that I'm using Wendy's name for clout and every single episode that you've been in, you have mentioned Wendy's name and yep. brought up the situation to everyone. You went out to lunch with Robin yep. when your best move would have been to have had a conversation with Wendy. But yeah. you didn't because so many, I, and I feel like people watch these shows and then think they know these shows and then they get on these shows. And it's like, cause yeah. I feel like she's back. I feel like she's trying to um, backpedal now a lot on social media. Yeah. But I will say, I wish Wendy had been like, did my mom call you? Like make her say it. Did my mom call yeah. you? Yeah. She didn't call you. So we're not get ready to have no conversation about my mom case closed. Don't talk to me about my mom and just left it at that instead of don't be mad because God took his time with me. Yeah. And you smoke crack. Wendy. 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 <laughs> and then was so pleased with herself. Like <laughs> I, I did that. <laughs> so, 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 so stupid. Like no. even Candace was like, ooh. Right. <laughs> now People were like, they didn't feel like Wendy should have read what her mom said. The only reason I agreed with it is because Giselle which was getting ready to make it seem as if Wendy's mom said something she didn't say. Wendy misses her moments because as soon as Giselle spoke up and been like, oh, so I'd have been like, oh, so we talking now? No, I'm not entertaining nothing with you. We don't speak, yeah. remember? Anyway, NECA. Yeah. I would have cut yeah. Giselle off. So you don't get to have a voice in this conversation yes. when you're not speaking to me. So it's like she misses her moments. Like, uh, yeah. and I do believe, I do believe that Eddie was confused about the unfollowing because Wendy got Eddie's phone and und and did it. Cause I almost blocked somebody <laughs> off of Corey's one of his I almost blocked one of his family members. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not gonna do that. He would have never even known. And then they'd have been like, he blocked me, but it would have been me the whole time. Well, Wendy grabbed Eddie's phone and did that no but also also even if they did that ike is weird for being friends with eddie and then checking if he's still friends with eddie do you know so what i mean like weird. what that's so weird so like weird. and <laughs> them trying to paint this picture of wendy being domineering towards eddie when we've seen the way you and your husband talk to each other <laughs> yeah i was like neck hates this man and i've never I've never seen somebody be so mean to their husband. <laughs> and going back, going back to the very beginning, Neca's husband is an actual medical doctor, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. That first scene with Ashley and Neca, mm -hmm. and when and Ashley's like, Wendy's a doctor, and she's like, a doctor of. I always forget what she's a doctor of when I talk about this. You knew that girl wasn't a medical doctor. You knew she wasn't. Yeah. And then you and took a yeah. sip of your drink afterwards. And to me, that was being shady. You weren't questioning that. You knew she wasn't. Yes. And you know the show. You know that they've been trying to get you on the show. You know LeBay. You know her sister Ivy. You know these people. Why are you right. acting like you don't know her? And, and your what? husband knows Eddie. So, like, right. why are you acting like you don't know who these people are? He would have known that was his colleague in the 
medical field. And why is Ashley sitting in somebody's confessional when part of her and her husband is a colonizer trying to explain to us just how important a piece of Nigerian um, attire is? It's so funny. I was like, okay, Wendy, Ashley, relax. Relax. (laughs) I want you to get out of here. I do agree. And I posted it on my Instagram Two different people comment commenting about this, uh, their commentary about this season's Potomac. And I do feel like NECA was their way of trying to combat the uh, colorism rumors. Also, I saw somebody say, Wendy's selfish for not bringing on NECA. If, if production tells me I can bring someone on, I'm going to bring on my friend. Yes. We see that she's trying to bring on Kiara. Yeah. So why would she then bring on NECA? And for the life of me, y'all, Please stop saying Wendy lied and said she didn't know LeBay. She said, Candace asked her how old LeBay was. And she said, I don't know. know. That's my sister's sister's friend. friend. Yeah. My girlfriend's sister, I know, and me and her, me and my girlfriend are clearly very close. And I've hung out with her and her sister. I couldn't tell you how old her sister was. I just know she's older than my girlfriend. Yeah. So, like, I just, and they're both saying the same thing. We know each other. We don't know each other. We know each other. We don't know each other. It's just so irritating to me that we're having this discussion. Yes, absolutely. Um, Wendy, when she gets like really emotional talking about her mother, that also confirmed to me that like, there's a lot, like as a child of immigrant parents who Mm. put a lot of pressure on you to succeed and do well. And especially like my mom was a single mom and she did so much and all this stuff. It's, I think a lot of it, it's similar to how Robin has a super emotional reaction when she's talking about Juan, right? And Mm. And the lawsuit, it's a similar thing because I think what we're not seeing is that behind the scenes, these relationships have been really tested because of the television show. And Mm. I think that this puts Wendy in a really awkward position. It doesn't help that her mom may or may not have called this woman's cousin and yelled at her. But (laughs) I also think she's capable of doing it, by the way. Me too. I have no doubt she probably did call and say something. But I will say Giselle saying, I called Jamal and he said, stay away from that. I used to attend Mm -hmm. Jamal Bryant's church and I can tell you definitively, he has said, Holy Ghost fire. Now he wasn't saying to burn someone up. (laughs) So when someone says, I call Holy Ghost fire down, almost like vengeance, like you do something to me, I want God to take care of you or something, you know, something like God, the Holy Spirit is going to get you for me. But I just felt like, you had to call him for that former first lady. You had to call him for that. <laughs> Shut up. Also, Everything why, about are you about, just... why are you talking about Jamal? Like she grew up in New Orleans. You know what voodoo is. Like <laughs> and Wendy, her defense keeps being we're Catholic, we're Catholic, we're Catholic. And that's not the defense, Wendy. But that's like not the defense because the thing is that like y- Number one, religious people are cap- uh, capable of doing terrible things to yes. uh, people. But also, there are people who practice voodoo. There are yes. people who practice like Wiccan. And we're not supposed to sit here and be like making people feel bad. Ultimately, her defense needs to be, did my mom call you NECA? If she yes. didn't call you, shut the fuck up. That's exact. And shut it down just like that. Period. That's it. 
Yeah. But Wendy, you know, it's like you said, when she presents herself in a different way than she needs to, she gets too worked up in her brain and then she ends up kind of losing these arguments because of it. Like my butt (laughs) cringes. Like, oh my God. Like I'm embarrassed for you. Because I get the points that she's trying to make. She just can't make them. Yeah. Like I I almost wish it was Candace's mom because I would love to hear the verbiage that Candace would spit back to NECA. Or like, you know, even Candace could be like, listen, my mom has said some crazy stuff. It's fine. Honestly. Here I am. (laughs) Look at us. Look at us. Look at where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. The ladies of Salt Lake City played Fuck Mary Kill um on the none beach. None of them. None. I don't want to marry none. I don't want to kill me, okay? <laughs> I interrupted you. I'm sorry. I was getting <laughs> sick at the thought. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, just kill me. I'd rather die, okay? <laughs> and all these girls being like Seth Marks. I'm going to take Ew. his money. I'm going to Ew. First of all, I just need to say this. And I think everyone is is beautiful. All of God's creatures. <laughs> Any, okay. Anytime anybody prefaces with all of God's creatures are beautiful, they're about to say the nastiest shit. <laughs> the meanest thing ever. Please continue, Taria. <laughs> there is something going on with Justin that I'm just unclear about. Okay. <laughs> Facially. Does is it he that he has like, a baby's face and an adult man? He looks is like what uh, it is. <laughs> he always looks like to me. He always looks like to me a a baby, like an eighteen month old baby dressed up yes. as a grown man on Halloween. <laughs> it's, it's the cheeks, it's the dimple, but he also has like a dimple in his nose. Like something is going on. I think it's the baby. Like that's what it is. Because I can't quite figure it out, and I'm like. Uh, something is going on there. Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> I the way they were acting as though Seth and even Andy's husband. I was like, there is not. Um, a ma- Andy, I know. Maybe the women. I would just pick Monica for all three. I guess if I had to. Yeah. Clearly, I'm going ethnic. I would have to pick three. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. What Idris Elba? I said Lisa. Wait a minute. Oh, Lisa Carlo. I know. I was like, I was okay. Shocked. And then also, strangely, not. I think she would do an Idris Elba before a Heather who purports herself to want mm-hmm. Idris Elba-like. Yeah. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Heather says that she likes Idris Elba, but, like, really, she likes Vin Diesel, where you're like, yeah. what is he? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is exactly it. I, and I gave Lisa an ounce more of respect. I was like, okay. Look at you. So much growth. <laughs> I don't know. So it's, it's the metaverse. I don't know what is happening. Between Lisa, Whitney, and Mia, I feel like my world has spun on its axis. Let me tell you something about Mia. Did you see that video she posted on Thanksgiving? No. <laughs> Wait. It's so funny, you guys. She's pretending to cook in the kitchen. So she has this oven, like barely even open. And the video looks like she's taking a like a casserole of some sort and putting it into the oven and then taking it out of the oven. But like 
the way that it's cut up is like you could tell that she literally just placed it close to the mouth of the oven and then placed it out of the mouth of the oven. It's the most – it's the silliest thing in the world, but she does it with <laughs> such conviction. Like she's – like, like I said, there was a part of me when she responded back that I – because, you know, I stay on her neck – that I said, I almost want to be like, come play with me on the podcast. I would believe nothing you say. It would just have to be a podcast full of kikis because I would believe absolutely nothing you said. Absolutely. And I want to know, like – do you think that – because apparently the rumors are that she's fucking somebody else. Yeah, um, that she's with somebody um, somebody else. Remember when her best friend, Jacqueline, she commented um, on one of her pictures, good deed does a body good and yeah, all yeah, this yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah. And But then at BravoCon, she pretty much mentioned – confirmed it. <gasps> and then that's when Giselle video. called her out and was like, Mia – but we – see, that's another thing. Giselle be like, I, I don't like liars. But literally has said in her confessional and at BravoCon, Mia don't be telling the truth. Mia will say one thing and and yeah. then say another thing, but that's why we love her. And Mia was just laughing. Or <laughs> <laughs> stupid. I love them. I they just, make me really happy. I, I, I just like, yeah. I'm sorry. I just the scenes where Giselle is not involved. All the ladies are going to go along. Now, it's interesting how the next morning Giselle was like, I'm so sorry. I wasn't being a good best friend. I left you in a room full of people, blah, blah, blah. And Robin's almost like, yeah, I can't believe Candace was there. You invited her. You didn't have to. You invited You yeah. said, You said. invited everyone back and you all had a good time without Giselle being there. This is not the first time that we have seen that. And then you have Giselle in the next scene basically egging Robin on to say these things. And I just feel like Giselle hinders the forward moving progress of this show. She does. But I will say that the last, she's barely there. She's barely in the show. I feel like she's trying to, I feel like she read the social media room and the producers are having her take a step back and letting Ashley take on Fully the role of Giselle. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so obvious. It is. It is. Well, Tria, as we wrap up, I do have to say congratulations to all of us. Kenya Moore is officially divorced. Yes. Oh, oh, beautiful for spacious skies for amber waves of grain. (laughs) (laughs) Twirl has decoupled herself officially from nose ring. It's time. (laughs) Holy ghost fire. Holy Ghost Fire. <laughs> um, but do you think that she's going to – you think because you know there's all this mix-up with Atlanta. Because Atlanta that, hasn't started filming yet. They no. usually start filming around Halloween, and they haven't started filming yet. We're talking about now it's Christmas. I wonder if – if they weren't going to bring her back, if this will be a way for her to come back, like we're seeing her officially single. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want Cynthia Bailey to come back? You know, I honestly wouldn't mind it. Okay. I really really wouldn't. I I wouldn't mind cheekbones coming back. And allegedly Nene is following bravo or following andy again 
And it makes me wonder, did they ever unfollow? Like, where is the, where is, somebody go back and deep dive. Oh, where good did point. It, yeah. Because I was like, I got excited too. Then I was like, but did they actually ever unfollow each yeah. other? Because Nene has removed herself from the Bethany Frankel uh, train wreck. Listen, I said, what happened to Bethanini? Because that was going to be the name of the six-week limited series podcast, Bethanini. Oh. So what happened? Oh, my God. No. If the, I, I feel like there needs to come a point. This is so funny. We talk about these networks. Like, you need to see people as people and not be so worried about their bottom line. I would like to retract that statement and say, worry about your bottom line. And ratings, if you brought Nene back, even even if it wasn't this grand epic return that we all think it was, you know, for at least the season or the, like the ratings would through the roof. Yeah. Through the roof. Through the roof. I wouldn't Let's mind seeing the old gang back together again. Would yeah. you like to see Phaedra off of Married to Medicine and back on Atlanta? I would be fine with Phaedra not being on any television show, I'll be honest with you. I um it's so funny that all we get But from I am her enjoying is- her. I'm enjoying her on, on Married to Medicine yeah. in that she's trying to stir some shit up. But I think that now that they are removing Quad from the show, Phaedra's kind of useless. And because we're never we gonna be is- her boyfriend. Yeah, yes. <laughs> all we yeah. get is Phaedra, is the sky blue, child? <laughs> girl, look, girl, let me tell mm, girl, because when I walked outside, girl, let me, mm, girl, when I got my gas, is the sky blue? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. Did you hear? I watched, I've been watching Carlos and Heavenly do their recaps, and Heavenly, she said they, so I don't know if she's including herself in this, but. We're going to go and get Apollo's new wife on the show. But Dr. Simone put a stop to it and said no, because we don't know what that situation is like. Um, I'm sorry. You know that Gregory is a physical abuser. That's what, someone, that's what somebody said. Like He's abusive. Yep. You knew that and you brought him on the show. I understand Toya has legit beef with Quad, but I yeah. genuinely question Simone and Cecil and their association with Gregory and also their association with Amorosa. Listen, I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. And I never did the, I never did um, the real and I should have our former president before um, our current was at a rally and he said, where's my African-American? Because evidently this black gentleman was at a rally and somebody came after our former president and the African-American gentleman punched the guy for him. So during his speech, he yells, where's my African-American? There he is. And every time I see Amarosa, I think there's his African-American. Oh my God. Taria, I can't right laugh at that. Yes, you can. She, I don't want to get canceled. (laughs) You can take that part out because she's not what she. I don't even know if she quite gets a plate at the cookout handed to her through the fence yet. I don't know if I'm ready for her yet. Yeah, yeah. So when you say her of her of 
affiliation with them. Evidently, they go way back. Yeah. I don't know. I would be interested in hearing those conversations. But I think that was them bringing her on was their way of trying to welcome her back into the fold. But Married to Medicine, I know we're wrapping up, but I know you're watching. I feel like the ladies are trying to force Quad to say on camera, evidently what she says, what she allegedly says off camera. Like, I'm only here for my check. Yeah. I don't. Because yeah. I will say this. If me and you were on a show together and then we're not as close as we used to be, blah, 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 blah. And then before cameras roll, you're like, I'm only here for my check. I need my check. Then when cameras roll, you're like, Taria, I want to support you in your endeavors. I'm going to look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, absolutely. But I also think... I don't know, Dr. Heavenly tweeted that she, an apology to Quad for this upcoming episode. She said she watched it, um, this week's episode, and was crying, and she apologizes to Quad. I mean, I I genuinely believe Heavenly when she does and says anything. I think that she is the realest person there is on this show, as kooky as she is. I do. She is a menace. Yeah. She's very problematic. But I do love her because I think Jackie and Simone even like play their keep their cards close to their chest. Yes. They're pretending a lot. Yes. Um, but I mean, Heavenly and Quad were on the show on Watch What Happens Live together on the night that yes. Married to Medicine premiered. So I think they're just all celebrating good. her birthday. Toya was the Toya Quad. All of them just celebrated Heavenly's birthday hmm. together at a spa. And so it makes me wonder, is this their way of trying to bring Quad back? Or is this their way of realizing production had y'all do their, their dirty, dirty work? work? Yeah, I get people are saying, you know, because I posted a clip of Dr. Heavenly saying that production was coming back, telling them stuff Quad allegedly said. And people are like, well, you don't think that production tells Quad what they say? My point is, and then somebody was saying, well, production gets involved. To me, at what point, like to me, that's almost like, that's truly causing a division. Like for you to go back and tell, allegedly tell the ladies and show them for heavenly what Quad was saying about them is, and they did that. And then they go and film the scene that we're about to see. So emotions are high and all. And I just think that's horrible thing to do. And during their Instagram live, and I don't know, do you remember the guy, the producer on Potomac who was stopping Monique? Was his name James? I don't know if that's yeah. the same. Okay, because Toya was like, uh, none of them invited Quad to Napa. Because remember, Toya told Heavenly. Heavenly was like, yeah. well, I'm going to tell Phaedra. So in their Instagram Live, they were like, it was a ghost that invited her. Oh, J- James is raising his hand. So I think James might have been in the live. James Knox, he invited Quad. So it's like, like y'all are really setting these like I don't know I know and then and and like uh you know Aaron Aaron from Bravo We're Black um Aaron posted this clip of Quad just being like the silliest person you remember when Quad met up with a private investigator at a bar yes (laughs) like Quad has had some of the most ridiculous scenes on Married to Medicine and I think Toya and Simone and Jackie feel like the show is like above that and like they don't like the dramatics and the theatrics and I'm like no that's actually my favorite part about Married to Medicine when Quad was arguing with Mariah 
this is not about a show. This, this is, is my life. My life. <laughs> I will not cut off my chariot to throw tomatoes, tomatoes with, you, with you, sweetheart. I'm <laughs> listening to my uh, one of my favorites, Rodney the Voice, on YouTube, and he made a good point. He said, boy, if Mariah and Quad came back as a duo, they would mm-hmm. eat everyone up, literally, if they made up and came, and came back next season. That would be a ratings. And and yeah. uh, Rodney made a good point. And I always said this too. Mariah was the only one that could knock Heavenly off kilter. Yeah. Like she could get at Heavenly. Um, what do you think about Sweet Tea? I think Sweet Tea has looked worn out these last couple of episodes. Like I didn't know this is how it was going to be. Okay. Sweet Tea. <laughs> Kendrick and I talked about this. And she, Sweet Tea has um, a geriatric energy to her. <laughs> that I adore. I actually, I actually am scared for her. Like I genuinely, I'm like SOS on sweet tea. Someone check up on sweet tea. Okay. Put the tea back in the fridge. It's been sitting out. (laughs) It's flat. It's weird. It's room temperature. There's like a weird like condensation on the outside of the bottle. We don't know how long it's been sitting in the car for. Like it is, it's, yeah, I think it's um is it Rodney who calls her um Gold Peak Lemonade or Gold Peak? <laughs> who calls her? Somebody Gold does. Peak. Oh my god, is it I don't I don't know. Is it Rod? Somebody does. It's it so might. funny. She but, needed that infusion because it looked like they had taken her through the ringer. Poor thing. I just I genuinely think that they I think Gregory wanted to come on the show, come back on the show to prove himself to not be an abuser. He's not doing a great job of it. So then he got this girl. He got her together. And then he talked to Simone and Cecil and Toya and Eugene and was like, let's get her back. Because they've only been together for five months when they get married. Like, this is That's not good. Insane. So I feel like poor Sweet Tea got roped into this. And now she's – here we are. Uh, uh, poor thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, well, it's a mess. Tria, what else is going on? <laughs> what do you have going on as we wrap up this chat that everybody should um, go check out? YouTube. I started my YouTube channel. I've been trying to do more videos that aren't just podcast, like, because I want to talk about all the things. Um, so you could check out We Go Podcast has gone to YouTube, W E I G O Podcast. Um, we have fun over there. And yeah, the podcast itself and um, have some pretty amazing guests um, lined yeah. up. Well, I'm not going to say lined up. I have some pretty amazing guests um, on a list that I hope to get <laughs> lined up soon. <laughs> um, <But> yeah, okay. But- <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll look out for that. <laughs> I've got some amazing guests lined up. No, actually, I don't. I sent an email and I might be on a list for somebody. (laughs) Hey, that's good enough for me. We talked about doing a part two. So, Nor, we just have to figure out a date. Nor is going to be heading over to WeGo. So, that's one of them. So, technically, that wasn't an email, that was a text. Yeah. Um, I have have a lot of other texts and emails out there just waiting to be answered. So, yeah, but either way, We just did our, I just did my 200th episode on 
Tuesday. So that's um, so some changes, new cover art coming, all that good stuff. But yeah, so just tune in wherever you can find We Go Podcast. We welcome everyone. Yes. And I will be coming on your podcast. Maybe I should, maybe, maybe this weekend after Beverly Hills. Yes. I could do this weekend. Let's do it. Let's do Beverly Hills in Miami. All right. Well, because they're they're <laughs> both give they're both giving, they're both giving they're both giving rich lady delusion, which I love. I think we're living in a land of surplus where Potomac isn't necessarily doing it for me. I feel like married to medicine, despite yeah. like I feel like married to medicine is doing doing it for me as is Salt Lake City, Beverly Hills, and Miami, and I'm yeah. like excited about watching them. Yes, same, 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 same. Well, um, yeah, this is the end of this episode and you should go uh, right now and subscribe to what else is going on and listen to me talk about Beverly Hills in Miami.